Hello everyone, welcome to Top Chat. It's episode 20, which feels like a bit of a, a milestone. My name's Matt, joining me as ever for each one of those milestones is Joe. Alright. How's it going? That's alright. Yeah. We've been yeah. talking for like the past hour, so it feels a bit weird to say how's it going, but um, there we are, yeah, episode 20. How'd you feel? Oh, that's incredible. I just well, want to thank everyone who's I was gonna say, yeah. <laughs> helped us get here. Fuck's sake, why did, why did I let you steal that? I was what? ready to be like, I'd like to thank the management... I'd like to thank my mum for uh, not listening once. Oh, has your mum not listened? I told her not to listen. Oh, shout I don't think out she... to Mrs. Matt's mum. Yeah, you don't know her surname, do you? No. I told her not to listen because we swear a lot. So oh, she doesn't like swearing. No, God no. Well, let's keep episode 20 swear word free then. That's... Well, it's not about to be because to give you an example, I'm 24 years old and I'm still, like, if I say crap in front of my mum. Crap? She's... Crap, Crap's a crap. swear word. It's crap a swear word. Crap. crap. Yeah, if I say that... Should we just err on the side of caution with that one? Maybe. Maybe we okay. should. <laughs> Is that what the dad says? <laughs> yeah. Jesus. That's an in-betweeners reference for those of you who are thinking, have they lost it? No, we haven't. Has he gone mad, Mr. Monkey? Um, yeah, should we get back on track? It's yeah. episode 20 of Top Chat. Today we're doing... No swear Top Chat. No swearing Top Chat. Let's see how long that lasts. We're doing Desert Island brackets video games, close brackets, discs. Mm. Which, for those of you that don't know, is a concept which I think is on BBC Radio 2, where they do Desert Island BBC discs. BBC Radio 4. BBC Radio... Is it 4? I'm pretty sure it's Radio 4. Uh, where they invite guests on to talk about five albums that they were i think it's five albums or five singles i'm not really sure uh that they could listen to or they they can only listen to rather for the rest of their lives so they're trapped on a desert island these are the discs they have and we're doing the same thing but of course with video games so we've got five each we're going to dive into that soonish yes but first what have you been playing well have i got some bloody news for you it's only taken me about 10 years, but I've finished the Mass Effect trilogy. Well done. Thank you. Um, Digress and talk about it while I finish my Belvitas. Okay. Well, as some of you wouldn't know, most of you won't know, because <laughs> no one listens. Um, I love you all, really. Get on with it. I've been scared to play Mass Effect 3 because of the blowback that it received, and it being my favourite video game series of all time sorry I've just bit my tongue and it really hurts <laughs> keep going it's ruined my, my flow it's your favourite video game series of all time yes and I am finally there I finally finished the series and for the most part the game was pretty good uh, I enjoyed the more action side of things um, I mean it wasn't as good as Mass Effect 2 which I think, looking back on the series, Mass Effect 2 is now my favourite. Even though my top Ooh. 10 games of all, all time, Mass Effect 1 is my favourite game of all time. But now it's not. I think it might change. Because I've since replayed Mass Effect 2 recently. Uh, Mass Effect 3 is definitely the weakest of the series. Mm -hmm. Gameplay, I'd say, is the best, though. Like, in okay. terms of gunplay and uh, your abilities and such. Um yeah. I'm not like not what I expected you overly to say. mad about the end. Like it didn't bother me too much. Is the um, end controversial within the community? Is that what it you're is saying? It is very that? controversial. Okay. Uh, it all feels a little bit weird, and like your choices didn't really matter too much. Oh. Because like the whole point of the game is Mass Effect One. You make these choices, and then the choices you make in Mass Effect One can affect what happens in Mass Effect Two, and then. Thus affects Mass surely, Effect Three. But surely, of course, that doesn't work because everyone makes different choices. So they can't make a game that. Well, yeah, but that's the that's what everyone was saying. Like, it's the analogy I've seen someone make was it was a diamond. So you start off at Mass Effect One mm -hmm. at the tip. Mass Effect Two, you can branch out, and then at the end, you have to reach Mass Effect Three's conclusion at the top. Right, but then you have to develop a game with sort of infinite. Endings because people exactly that's, everyone will have chosen slightly yeah. different paths. But that's always the promise, isn't it, of these multiple ending games? I think like there's ten plus different endings to like Heavy Rain and stuff. Yeah, but it works within a single game. It won't work across three separate games because then you've got to yeah you've got to develop all of these possible scenarios, which is just and then yeah, how do the you thing. make Sometimes, them link? Like, a lot of video games have this sort of like fake element of choice where mm. you appear you've got choice like. 
like do option A or B and then you think like A affects something completely differently but when you actually look back on it then it the outcome is largely the same so all the branching elements of Mass Effect could have like come together in a way that sort of had quite a lot of differences but the last three endings were largely the same and I actually watched them like pre-update so how it was on the disc because they released like a sort of free DLC update with extra cinematics towards the end um, showing a bit more off because everyone was a bit mad about how it ended um, but I didn't actually see that so my first original ending I was like oh, it was okay it wasn't like mm. a great ending I wasn't angry about it and then I went back on YouTube and spent 40 minutes watching all four different endings rather um, with the extra cinematics and everything and I think I got the one that I wanted which is okay for yeah me. I had the exact same thing with Odyssey. Yeah? Got the, yeah, got the one that I wanted after watching the five or six possible endings. Yeah. This is the thing, though. Like, yeah. when, a, when a company advertises, like, oh, we've got like loads of different endings, I'm never really going to go back and play and try and get a different ending because I'm normally happy with the ending that I got. And if not, then I look back at the YouTube videos and then I think, which one is my ending anyway? Yeah. But, oh, well. Mm. Well, there you go. That's Mass Effect is done for you. Or are you going to play Andromeda? I have just started playing Andromeda as well. Oh, wow. Because I wasn't going to go straight into it, but it was currently on offer on the PlayStation Store for about five quid or something. Yeah, okay. So I thought I'd get into that. And uh, yeah, we're nothing if not current. So now I'm yeah. playing a, only a four-year-old game, I think it is at this point. Blimey. Um, but... There was a lot of patches that at least I didn't have to suffer through at launch. So I've got like the complete game to look forward to and I don't hopefully have all the technical difficulties. But um so well, there far, you go. I'm only like an hour into Andromeda. I'm quite enjoying it. It's quite weird, it's quite different. Gameplay's a lot better. It's like completely different gameplay. And what, it feels to, a lot to more to three or to all of them? To all of them. Oh, okay. Yeah, you're a lot more free. You can jump in this one. Wait, you can't jump in any of the Mass Effect? You can jump in Mass Effect 3, but it's like only at certain bits with a button prompt on bits that they like allow you to jump on. Saying that, you can't, yeah, you can't jump in the Assassin's Creed games like on command. Mm. How but interesting. That's a, a weird one, but yeah. So, what else have I been playing? Uh, I've been playing a little bit of uh, Breath of the Wild still. Mm-hmm. Uh, obviously, one of the best games ever. Yep. Getting ready for Breath of the Wild 2. <sighs> and I'm sort of going about it in a different way than okay. when I first played it. Makes sense. Yeah. Um, I will probably have a Switch by the end of August. Okay. Maybe the end of September, depending on how the funds go. Okay. I think you might enjoy it. We'll see. Yeah, I'm sure I will. Yeah, I wow. don't really know what other games I'm going to get for it other than maybe the Spyro trilogy and I might get Crash Team Racing because I think that's coming out on it, is it? Possibly. You maybe. might as well get Mario Kart if you're going to get a racing game on. Yeah, but I don't... Mario Kart, like... I mean, you've got Mario Kart, so if I wanted to play Mario Kart, I would either just borrow it yeah, off you true. or we would play it together. Yeah, that's true. So I might get Crash Team Racing instead. Okay. Well, that's it for what I've been playing. What have you been playing? Um, not a lot. I've been playing a bit of Infinite, Bioshock Infinite, that is. Speaking um, of which, sorry to jump yeah, in. Yeah, yeah, go ahead. It's, uh, the Bioshock collection is currently deal mm. of the week on the PlayStation Store. Uh, I think it's £8 for three games. That's so cheap. That's games of that quality as yeah. well. So I think it might be time for me to get into Bioshock. Yeah. Well, I, I don't have the disc. I've, I actually bought them digitally last year, I think for about 20 quid. Because that was an offer uh, when I bought it. That was the offer at the time, which is still pretty reasonable, to be honest. Right, but eight pounds games, yeah. is disgustingly cheap. So um, if you're listening and you don't own them either and you own a PlayStation, pick them up because they're great. But yeah, Bioshock Infinite is what I've been playing. You couldn't recommend it highly enough? Oh, I couldn't. literally couldn't recommend it anymore. There might okay. be a little bit more about Bioshock actually later on. Is it? But uh, I've been playing, been playing Infinite specifically. I'm about five hours in. Uh, it's just starting to get a little bit trippy. I've got my favourite uh, Vigor, which is the Murder of Crows Vigor, where you can 
send a load of bloodthirsty crows at your enemies, oh, and it's, love, it's very figures. vicious and and horrible. So um, yeah, just just a great game. Can't really say too much about it. Love the art style. I went to a um a Steam fair over the weekend in Peckham Rye Park. Okay. Uh, and it aesthetically very much reminded me of the sort of the opening hour of Bioshock Infinite, and it was oh, great. Really? Yeah. Oh, fun! That's yeah. There you go. And that's what you've been playing this week, is it? That's what I've been playing. I haven't really played uh, anything else. I've been watching a lot of Always Sunny and watching a lot of Modern Family. Oh, Always Sunny. That yeah. Rob McElhenney. Rob McElhenney and his new Ubisoft. We um, yeah, we didn't mention him in the old program. E3 uh, post E3 episode that we did, but yeah, he came out on the on the Ubisoft stage and said we're doing a new sitcom and it's about a video game development uh, studio. Yeah, and then showed a kind of trailer for it, and it looks as you'd imagine. It, like, it didn't. It didn't make me laugh. No, it didn't even really make me smile. It just sort. Well, of, that's the problem with these hmm. like big sitcoms and then people sort of they're like oh we'll try out like some other things like you're, you hear like these famous people going oh we're going to go do this other one and you yeah. think you had such a good time with that series that because they're in it like mm. you're going to enjoy it again but magic like What's like it that called? might not strike twice I don't know is it magical kingdom it's got some sort of like really yeah, cliche like, RPG yeah. like Skyrim-esque title and I think that's what puts me off the most is because are they are they parodying video games or are they actually like because I feel like he's a fan isn't he he plays games I think so I think they all do and then yeah they probably all do and then they want to make a uh, show like in honour of video yeah. games but then they're kind of lampooning it and it's sort of I don't know I what, Charles- what's your angle yeah, I think Charlie Day's in it as well. Yeah, but not, uh, not Dennis, aka no. Glenn, whatever his name is. The other lot, yeah. the other guy. Watch Always Sunny, fucking funniest Great thing. Show, in the world. Yeah, you you recommended it to me a few months ago. I did. I finally got around to it, and yeah, just if you listen it out. back, there's some there's some references to it that I'm really? making the podcast quite oh, a few wow. times. Yeah. I'm not going to listen back. No, but that's that's hours. very interesting. Twenty episodes now. That's like bloody hell. 40-odd hours of high-quality podcasting content. It's probably about, yeah, between 30 and 35 hours of stuff. Yeah. Mental. Bloody mental. Moving on to your sort of recurring segment where you, you drop a little Metacritic bombshell on what I the do. latest releases have been reviewed as. Well, we've had a couple that we've... Uh... We have, yeah, and they are of interest, so we thought we'd throw them out there. Yeah. One of which, which you've already mentioned, is Crash Team Racing, mm. Nitro Fueled. Nitro Fueled. I got an 84. Nice. So, is the, that on PS4? It is on PS4, indeed. I think it's only on PS4 at the moment, isn't it? Yeah, probably. But yeah. as you said, it's pro- I can't exactly think of what it's coming to, but it's probably coming to everything. Um, just like Crash and Spyro it, have yeah. eventually done. It this is another sense. win for the remakes of the PS2-era games, along with yeah. the Crash... Uh, the Insane Trilogy. Insane Trilogy and the Spyro... Trilogy bundle. Spyro well. reignited. Reignited. There we go. Yeah, it's all over it. I am. Yeah, I love a remake. That's oh, yeah, eighty-four. Remake. That's not bad. Eighty-four. Um, what else have we got? Uh, the big Nintendo release for the summer. Uh, Super Mario Maker Two. I'm going to guess. Here we go. Eighty-seven. Eighty-nine. Ooh. So that's uh, another win again for the uh, Nintendo first parties, which just seem to be pumping out. Endlessly good games. Yeah, they really do. Uh, Super Mario Maker doesn't really interest me. I've never been much of a 2D Mario person. No, um, me neither. And it's that little big planet thing where it's like, it's all about making stuff for the most part. Like you can play people's creations, but um, that's the point of it is is to make your own. Yeah, and I tried yeah, it on Little Big Planet, and I was just crap. Yeah, I think I think we're both in the same boat of that. It just doesn't interest us at all, really, does it? No. And then we've got um, something that slightly interests me, just because it's Zelda and I'm a okay. big fan now. You are, yeah. It's Cadence of Hyrule, Crypt of the Necro Dancer. That's easy for you to say. Indeed, yeah. To be fair, you did say it probably perfectly, so yeah. the joke doesn't really make sense, but um, go on. And that is a crossover, I believe, between... I think it's just Crypt of the Necro Dancer is like the first game. Right. Uh, so, this is like a sort of 2D Zelda, but it's all about um, rhythm 
as well. It's sort of like oh. turn-based, rhythmic kind of combat. Not really sure, but that got an 86 as well. Okay. So that did quite good. I think that's like a £20 game. So if you're interested in all things Hyrule, pick it up, you fucking Which you now are. You ah, are. I've ruined the swearing thing already. Oh, yeah, the no swearing thing. Shit. Fuck. Oh, balls. <laughs> cock. <laughs> We've ruined it. Poppycock. Oh, I'm going to... Poppycock. Let's try again. And then lastly, The Outer Wilds has been making the rounds recently. The uh, Outer Wilds? The Outer Wilds. Not to be confused with The Outer Worlds. Yeah, I was going to say, what, the what is this? The Obsidian game. The Outer Wilds is sort of... Um, it's like a weird little sort of space exploration game where you're just in a solar system. Um, but it's all these like little planets and they've all got their weird little intricacies. And I think like you're caught sort of stuck in a time loop and then when you die you go back to like your home planet or something I haven't really watched much about it because I believe it's just PC and Xbox One okay but it does seem to sounds like gaining a lot of traction on the tubes and the twitches it sounds like a cross between No Man's Sky and that Tom Cruise film well it's sort of more it's like this cartoony kind of aesthetic it's got a little more of like the I guess it's some sort of like the witness to it, but it's not really like that kind of puzzly inclined. But it's <laughs> speaking that... of the witness, I was very much tempted to include that in my five desert island discs because I might finish it in that case. <laughs> yeah, well, but I I, just... yeah, I didn't put it in there because it's too frustrating. Yeah, exactly. Well, that got an eighty-five on PC. Anyway. Oh, very good. So that's the outer wilds. The just outer wilds. As, as a yeah. reminder, I'm gonna look more into that because it looks pretty good. Cool. But... It's but you can't on, play it. <laughs> it's not on the good consoles. It's oh, fucking PC oh no! Again. We're not. We're also yes. Swearing doesn't really matter. But we're not. We're not console biased on this podcast. No, we like all not. platforms. Just because we both own PS4s doesn't mean we're adverse to the the Xboxes of this world or the PC master I mean, race. If I had the money, I would own an Xbox. See, if I had the money, I'd own a PC. <laughs> yeah, that's true. But anyway, so now we're moving on to our main feature of today's podcast, which, as I mentioned at the start, is Desert Island video game discs. So we've got five games each that we can only play uh, for the rest of our lives while we're marooned on this desert island. And our little uh, caveat, our little curveball, is that one of these games is playable online. Nice little, uh, mm. nice little spanner you threw into the works there. I like that. Because yeah. as soon as Joe suggested the idea, my first reaction was, well, do we have an internet connection? And he paused for a second, and he contemplated, and he just looked at me and he said, one of them. And I said, oh, so there we go, that's what we're doing. It is indeed. How did we get trapped there, do you reckon? Um, I think we were... I'm not sure, how did we get trapped there? Were we going on holiday and the plane crashed? Or the Mm. boat? I like being on a... I like the idea of a boat. A boat? We were taking a boat for a holiday on the Isle of Wight, and we got marooned somewhere between Portsmouth and said island. Oh dear. We're stuck there for weeks. What a shithole. Yeah, either way, it's Fuck. better than being in Portsmouth or the Isle of Wight. Yeah. Um, let's begin. We're Who... stuck on the Isle of Wight. We're stuck on the Isle of Wight. We've only got five games. That's basically the Isle of Wight, anyway. Uh, would you like to start, or shall I? Uh, I guess I'll start. Yeah, because you, you had a, a short list for this, didn't you? You had, what, nine yeah, that you well, whittled I'm, down? I've got about nine. I'm just going to sort of see what strikes me as I'm going down there. Okay, well, I, I'm not going to lie, I struggled with this. I, mm. I had I had one without even needing to think. Then I had three shortly after that. And then the last, like, one or two was a serious effort to actually think of, like, you know, because you want some variety, you want some replayability, you want something that won't bore you easily. Like, uh, for example, you don't want, I don't know, maybe something like Guacamelee. Which mm. you'll complete after a few hours and then be like, I'm exactly. never going to touch this again. Well, that's the thing. I so was, that's a tough one. I was, it's sort of, there's some similarities to my top 10 games list of all time, which uh, is episode one of the podcast. Yeah, sort of, um, me too. Yeah. More similarities from my shout outs than anything. Games that I've like. Okay. Games that aren't like 10s out of 10s or anything, like not, not Uncharted's. But they're games that I could play a long time and not get bored of. Okay. So, with that in mind, mm-hmm. I'll go with number one. No Man's Sky. Okay, is is this your internet game or no, not? You don't, I need, don't, a, you you don't, don't need... need an internet connection. Famously, because no, no it did Man's, 
launch with multiplayer. Oh yeah, <laughs> Sean Murray. No <laughs> man's shite is your first game. Yes. Yeah. Now, ooh, I've probably put 150 hours into No Man's Sky, <laughs> and I could put a lot more in if I wanted to. Like, I want to go play that game right now, but like, there's a lot of other stuff that I want to play, and I feel like I've, you know. I've done what I needed to do in No Man's Sky, but I could go back to it again and keep on doing that stuff because mm. the gameplay loop for me doesn't bore me. Like every time I go to like a new solar system, I'm like, what will I find now? Like what planet will I find now? Even though it's like, oh, the grass is slightly different, blah blah blah. But when you like land on a planet, there's still like some weird little subtleties that you didn't expect to see, like just a cave system formation or something like that that you didn't expect to see. And then you're like, oh, maybe I'll build my house there. And then you upgrade your ship and upgrade your freighter. It's just like that endless gameplay loop that in a desert island situation, Mm -hmm. I think I could comfortably play that for a while. I can see why you've chosen it because it is, well, pretty much endless, isn't it? That's the point. That is the point. I could spend my entire time trying to like... However... Map all the planets out. I get that it's... Oh, jeez. I get that it is endless. That is cartography. Oh, fucking hell. What? Why, Literally, why throughout shout? the podcast, throughout the 20 episodes, I've been saying that basically everything's cartography, which is the making yeah. of maps, and yeah. finally I get to use the word correctly, so I'm quite happy. Okay, yeah, well, there you go. On. You could do some some celestial cartography, but the gameplay loop is literally just land on a planet, farm some resources, usually for fuel, so you can land on a different planet, repeat... And then maybe there's some uh, some aliens that you can, or like animals, creatures, whatever that you can. Some of them you kill, some of them attack you, and then there's robots that come out of nowhere, and it's that's just so tedious. Surely that would well, that would get boring. To, there's more to it than that. Go on. What? Well, <laughs> you can get resources to like sell or use in making like your base, and then you can also use that those resources to like sell. Or use in like improving your freighter. Yeah. Which allows you to go further. And see you're not selling planets. it. To, you're not selling it to me. That's still well, a no. rinse and repeat. To yeah, be but it's 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 one of those games where like there's if no you like plot that loop. No, yeah. There's, there's no NPCs. There's no like there's, you're not following anything. You're just there's you're just going. Plot. What's the plot? You got to reach the middle. Yeah. There's so like, there is an ending. There's like four <laughs> plots. Oh, really? Yeah. Go on, go into detail then. We've got time. Right, well, one plot is that you're stra- <laughs> stranded and you're just getting like told to go to the black holes. Uh, there's another one where there's like, I can't remember their names, Cheech and Chong, I don't know. Cheech and Chong? <laughs> there's some little spacemen in their little spaceship and... Kang and Kodos. I can't remember the plot of No Man's Sky to be honest. It's not very memorable, but there isn't one. There's something to do with like oh, I can't remember. I'm not even gonna. <laughs> there's something it. to do with. Oh, I, can't oh, I don't even know exactly. So I can see like 150 hours and I don't even remember it. What a beautiful. What a brilliant plot. game! Yeah, what a wonderful plot. Imagine spending 150 hours on something and not remembering a single minute of what happened. No, I remember everything that happened. What, you farmed some resources and yeah. flew, flew from planets? No. Shot some crystals. Fair enough. I, ca- I can see why you've chosen it. Personally, well, it wouldn't get anywhere near my my five. Well, we'll see what your five are then. You go yeah. ahead. To move on to my first one. So, two of mine are games that I've actually never played before. So, they're somewhat risky. Well, what, one of them is, is risky. One of them I don't think is because it's a sequel to a series that I have played. But the other one that I have never played before, and I have never played any games in said series, is Skyrim. Ah. So, I'm having Skyrim because, again, similarly to No Man's Sky, it's sort of... uh, Not infinite. Skyrim obviously does have an ending at some point, but it's several hundred hours. Yes, yeah. And then there's... So, so I've heard several hundred hours of side quests and places to explore and caves and characters and optional things and yeah and i don't know there's there's actually things to do in that rather than in skyrim there's not so, sorry in no man's sky there's not and i feel like it's a game i would enjoy 
Yeah. It looks very nice. The setting looks very varied. Um, mm. And it's just, it's a game that I feel like I should play for some reason. I just never have. Maybe when you get a Switch. Maybe when I get a Switch, I'll start playing Skyrim. Actually, you know what? Yeah, I think I will. Um, so, yeah, it's on my list. Yeah. Well, Somewhat that, risky because, well, like I said, never played I think an Elder Skyrim's Scrolls. Skyrim's a pretty solid suggestion. Is it not on your list? It is. It's not going to be anymore. Just for. Fun oh, okay. Sake. So you've removed it. For, okay, that's good. Fun good job. You've got some. Um, but yeah, the yeah. I think the best thing about Skyrim is you finish like the main story. Like you don't even have to finish the main story, but then once you finish the main story, you're still going. Yeah. Um, and then there's like this DLC where you can like then build your house and stuff like that, which can like take time and mm-hmm. finishing all the side quests and stuff. But then if you're like done with your character. You can then just make a completely different class and play the whole game in a completely different way. So you can like, because I I think I'd choose normally to be a Nord. So and they're like the people who are born in Skyrim. So normally you, all the dialogue is sort of like, I am a fellow Nord. Whereas like <laughs> if you become a cat person, otherwise known as a Khajiit, I think normally you're sort of a bit like. Wait, is that the race? I thought that was the character. I didn't realize it was more than one. Yeah. Oh right. See, this is why I should yeah, play Skyrim. Yeah. The, the race is the Khajiit, and they're sort oh, of right. mistrusted, I think, for being a, a little bit sneaky and devious. Is that where so the then, feline element comes in? Yeah, so then you sort of get the the other, I don't know, like uh, dialogue things. But then you can also be like, oh, now I'm going to be like a mage Khajiit, and then you focus constantly on magic, and then you focus all your uh, skill points on like alteration or destruction or the other one, I can't remember what it is, and then you like unlock new magic that you wouldn't be able to if, say, you were a Nord who just used bow and arrows all the time. Yeah, yeah. Well, there you go. You've you've sort of justified it for me, which is helpful <laughs> because I don't know anything really about it. That's alright. Other than that, it's a big game and it's within a genre that I think I it's would enjoy. A big old game. So, and I chose Skyrim <clears> because <throat> it's it is the most recent Elder Scrolls, isn't it? Have they had? Well, there's the Elder Scrolls Online. Yeah, it's the most recent mainline Elder Scrolls. But I didn't game. want to use my online pick for something yeah. that I might not enjoy. That's fair. I did think about Elder Scrolls Online as well, but mm. I've never. I've played four or five hours of it. Oh, okay. But yeah, I feel like Skyrim is big enough. Yeah. So there you go. That's my that's my choice. Yeah. Well, I was gonna ch- say Skyrim, um, and I was I was thinking between the Skyrim and Witcher to put on my list. Oh yeah, uh, yeah. That because I've never played The Witcher, so but I decided Skyrim just because there's still loads for me to see in it. Uh, so I'm not going to choose Skyrim. So I'm going to choose something else. Um, I'm going to go with my online one. <gasps> well, it's online and offline. Okay, that's GTA Five. Oh shit, that's a good shout. Because oh shit, the that's best thing a about really... GTA oh, yeah. is even if you're offline. You don't even like have to play it for like the story or anything. It's just like, no, you can what just am I going to do? I'm going to go break into a base and steal this like gunship or whatever, and then I'm just going to go around like murdering people because yeah. I'm a psychopath. Or what am I going to do? I'm going to like go cross country rally cross through the mountains in my car, yeah. or I'm going to go play tennis. Fucking yeah, you yeah. Just go play tennis in GTA, but then GTA Online also adds all of that. Not that I'm like, I did play a fair bit of GTA Online, and as I always say, I'm not the biggest fan of online games. Mm. But GTA Online, there's so much to do, which you can do solo if you want as well. There's just like all these races, and then it's like, oh, you can purchase your party boat, you can run this business, you can purchase all these different cars, uh, you can upgrade those cars, you can wear the new clothes and stuff there's just a lot going on there's just I never got into GTA online personally I played a fair amount of GTA 4 online but the actual component of because it's not called GTA 5 online is it it's just called GTA GTA online Online, it's it's basically meant to be its its own entity and I never really got into it personally Mm. but GTA 5 just as a single player experience that is such a it didn't even cross my mind and I don't know how because yeah, well. GTA 4 is in I think is my 4th pick 4th or 5th on my top 10 but yeah it didn't even cross my mind which is mental You're and G- mental. GTA 5 would have been my pick just because it's bigger There's yeah more to exactly it. that's what I was thinking as well because uh, like, I remember being Ow. a kid like when I played the GTA games um, it was never like oh I'm going to go do this mission it was literally me and my friends taking it in turn 
turns with the controller until one of us died and we just like yeah. go mess around or we try to get to the next island sort of thing and you can't have that in GTA 5 but yeah, trying to work can... out how planes work in GTA 3 or whatever it yeah. was it was like just impossible for who can maintain the 5 star wanted level mind. yeah exactly as long as possible then the tanks turn up and you steal a tank and yeah. great shout I'm a, a little lot bit... going on and it's a great game as well like, I know I love GTA 5 yeah, yeah. exactly it's like best selling game of all time but it's still one of those things where it's like popularity sort of somewhat runs its name through the mud a little bit but like it's great. It? it's a great game it's consistently still in the oh, top it's 10 it's always in the top 10s it's like yeah. games end of week charts for it's, sales it's gotta be like the game of the generation even though it didn't even come out on this generation but for time played between that and like Fortnite like yeah Fortnite incredible. probably eclipses it I would say possibly I I would be surprised if Fortnite isn't the most played game of this generation of consoles I would be very surprised possibly possibly but anyway we're not talking about Fortnite uh, oh, interestingly or, is oh. it is it on your list <laughs> is it your online pick <laughs> oh wait no you just said that is well that do you know what my online pick is it's Fortnite is it no, of course it's oh, fucking you, not you of course it's not. Tricked me out there, didn't you? Of course it's not Fortnite. You had me on. I haven't played Fortnite in about a year, ah, over a year. You play like three games. I don't know what you like. I don't play Fortnite. I used to really enjoy it when, when me and Aaron played it. Aaron's actually been on the podcast. I think it's episode six or seven, something like that. It's been we, twenty episodes. It's been a long time. But it's been ridiculous. We used amount. to play it a lot. We always had a good time, but then it just got a little bit boring. And now. Anyway, I'm not talking about Fortnite. Uh, shall I do my online pick, seeing as though you've done yours? Go on, then, Sam. So, similarly to you, it is both a single-player and online uh, like counterpart thing. Mm, I think I know what this is. Okay. Um, the single-player element, I prefer, I would say. However, it is limited. Whereas the online is infinitely redoable. And is actually surprisingly addictive, and I will wager that you have never played this game online. However, I it's 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 an online okay. thing that I both love to play and watch as well. I maybe, love watching it. Maybe I haven't played this so, game or know this game. I don't think. Well, you've played a game from within this series, mm. but you've not. I would bet probably my life savings that you've not played it online okay so what what did you think i was gonna say i just presume you're gonna say cod 4 because that's what you're always going to no there isn't even a call of duty on my list oh. I, I think i think i would get bored by it i think i'd get bored by it whereas this i wouldn't because there's more variety there's more there's more skill in a way or it's a different type of skill and it's more customizable, and you can change a lot more things up to it to keep it fresh and interesting. Okay, okay. So without but further yeah, ado, just fucking spit it out, mate. It is Pokemon Sun and Moon. Oh. Weren't ready for that, were you? I presume there'd be a Pokemon in there somewhere. So the reason I've picked Sun and Moon is because currently it is the latest one. Well, it's not. I mean, Let's Go is, but they don't play Let's Go. Let's Go isn't the competitive Pokemon Online experience. At the moment, it is Ultra Sun and Ultra Moon. Uh, until we get Sword and Shield in November. So I've picked the most recent one for that reason. But to be honest, it doesn't really matter uh, which Pokemon game it would be. It would just be the current one for that season of competitive play. Does that make sense? Yes. So if I had it my way, and people still played it online, I would probably choose Omega Ruby Alpha Sapphire. But that isn't the current uh, competitive Pokemon game in the season. You still want to be playing with people, and I still want to be playing little island. Exactly, I still want to be playing online. Hence, it being my online pick. And Pokemon online battles, whether it be singles or doubles, are so much fun. Even when you lose, it's just it's it's great. Mm. And if you don't want to play it online, you can play offline. You can play on the battle tree which again is sort of infinitely replayable and then every 10 opponents you get a special character who's like an NPC from the series and you play against them and you've got to catch them all ah, and then you can train the yeah you can train them all to level 100 and you can just play against the, the elite 4 over and over again oh, this just sounds amazing it sounds like every single Pokemon but um, it, I mean it is but the online component you know, right, I should focus on that because that's what I've picked and the way I've heard it described best is it's like playing chess. 
because it's not so much, and I don't know the rules to chess, so you I can't. Are. I can't. No, I know I don't. I That's can't compare it too much, but bloody love chess. You're not just thinking about yourself and what your moves are. You're thinking a few moves ahead, but you're also you've got to predict your opponent's moves. And within the VGC format, which is Video Game Championship, which is the competitive Pokemon experience, uh, it's doubles. So you're predicting not only one move, but two. Oh. So your opponents, you're, you're predicting what each of his Pokemon's going to do, or if they're going to switch, if they're going to attack, if they're going to do a defensive play. The mind games to it are just oh, so good. Sounds bloody mental. It you know really what? is. It re- like I know it's a kid's game, but Jesus Christ, it's so good. You know what I took most out of that was um, just having a thought of your Desert Island online game, though. Mm-hmm. Uh, having its online component, mm-hmm. but what happens like four or five years? You're stuck on that island, yeah, and people have stopped playing your online game. Yeah, but people will stop playing GTA Online eventually wow. when GTA Six comes out. Wow. So that's that's moot point. Wow. It all servers get shut down eventually. Well, when you crash sometime in July on your desert island, and then four months later. Sword and Shield come out and you lose all your. All right, so a caveat friends. within our caveat is our online games never lose population. There we go, because otherwise okay. you've ruined it for both of us. Sorry, mate. You think you're being clever? I'm oh, always clever. You're like a. Oh, that's. that's, that's I was gonna say, I was gonna make a joke then, but it's slightly. Uh, it's not very politically correct, so well, I won't say. Err on the side of caution, that. We'll err on the side of caution, but yeah. So screw you and your, oh, your technicalities. Oh, I am right. Moving on to your your third Moving pick. Swiftly on. Wait, your third, second, My third, or third. Yeah. No, hang on, your second. Number third. How many have I done? Two. How? Who went first? Me. Did you? Yes. Oh yeah, no man's shite. Yeah. I blocked that out of memory. Go on anyway, then, on to your third choice. My next one is very similar to No Man's Sky in a lot of ways. Seems like a silly choice then, doesn't it? Well, we'll see. Yep. Minecraft. Really? Yes. I'm not going to lie. Did consider it, but I just don't like it. I've played well, it for about half an hour. I've I've played a fair bit of Minecraft. I had it on my PlayStation 4, and I played it a little bit on PC. Um, I used to mainly love watching Minecraft more than anything. I've never watched a Minecraft video. Oh, I was like 15 at the time. Um, but yeah, again, it's that kind of infinite possibilities game that doesn't have an end so like I can just keep on keep on playing it doesn't have like much of a story to follow and then you can just sort of role play to your heart's content as well you can just make up all the story in your head and you can be like well now I'm building like anything that I possibly want to it's basically just Legos for sort of adults that does work because as well if you're stranded on a desert island you will go insane so exactly. if you've got a creative outlet... And it will teach me how to craft a boat, which I believe is like... Essential. Three blocks of wood in a sort of V formation mm. in the crafting table. So I guess I'd learn how to survive on my island through Minecraft. Fair enough. And then I could build my own virtual Wilson. So Wilson! What a film that is. Tom Hanks. Oh, what's that film? You know, where he's cast away. Yeah. In that yeah. film, he gets cast... Is that a Gavin and Stacey... It's- Basically. What is that joke? What's that from? Know. The film, where, you know, the one where he's cast away. No, not from The film either. we're talking about is cast away, but anyway. Yeah. Basically a big advert for FedEx, even though... Yeah, really, even though the plane crashes. <laughs> yeah. Oh, plane well. crashes, there's a lot of plane crashes in these episodes. In this in this episode, I should say, because that's how we've ended up on our island, isn't it? Or did we go with a boat in the end? I don't know. Anyway, Minecraft, that's a, that's a somewhat... A flying boat. Somewhat decent shout, that. Yeah, because it's not just about like playing it. It's again the building thing, and the thing with the building in Minecraft is it's so simple mm. that like you can pretty much do anything. Yeah, and you even if you build. I remember like the first time I built something in Minecraft, like I built this really shit little wooden hut, and I made a roof on it, and I was like, "Oh my Ooh. god, I've roof. built my own fucking house! That's incredible." <laughs> Um, but then you just start like I don't know you just get bigger and bigger things and like I think the the last world I ever had in Minecraft I think I was building like a farm so I sort of had like a massive barn house as well that I was slowly building Mm. things like that 
And that's what I like Minecraft for. I didn't really care for the adventuring as much, but again, it's like an infinite world, and again, you think you've seen it all, but then there's like these little caveats in the code that change the world like a tiny little bit, and you see something you don't quite expect, and you're like, oh, damn. And then and you, there you go. And then you, you go, oh, you, damn. And then you're like, oh, I'll build my house here. And then you slowly get bored and then move on. Did monsters come out at night, or if I made that up? They do. Well, they come out in the dark. So your emphasis is to place torches everywhere when you go spelunking. Spelunking? Spelunking. What the... What is that? Spelunking is the word for exploring caves. Spelunking? In real life, that's the word. Oh, is it? Yeah. Oh, I've never heard that word before in my life. I think it's a game called Spelunky as well. Learn something new every day. Something like that. My favourite thing about Minecraft is that video that went viral a few months ago of a streamer, female streamer, so of course she had thousands of viewers, uh, and she Ooh, mined far sexist. enough to reach lava, okay. um, and then people were putting in chat like, oh, press this button thing, like this button combination, this key combination, and you'll something good will happen. And she was like, okay, and then she did it, and like she threw her diamond pickaxe into the lava. Oh, that's hard. And then went like, you're like, oh my god, what have you guys made me do? And then they all put like, oh, sorry, 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 actually, what you're meant to press is this. And she stupidly trusted them again <sighs> and threw something else valuable uh, into the exact same bit of lava. And then was like, Wah! See, there's nothing funny. like that first time finding diamond in Minecraft it's not oh, actually, you know what I know it, it well it's not actually it well. that rare it's oh, just like oh. it became <laughs> such a fabled little thing in the sort of Minecraft community um, yeah I haven't paid any attention to what's happened with Minecraft over the last six years or something has it changed? Uh, there's, there's always updates coming out oh. um, I don't really know anything about the updates but presumably it's just got more and more, which just means there's more and more stuff for me to do on my desert island. Yeah. Actually, saying that, the last thing I did see about Minecraft was this this guy held the world record for the longest continual um, hardcore Minecraft series. Hardcore Minecraft? It's basically like, it's a lot harder, and if you die, it's like permadeath, so you lose your world that you've built. Right. And he'd been going for like three years or something on this world that he'd like built and was streaming constantly. And then he accidentally like fell into lava or something <laughs> and just ruined it. It was just like, oh my God, I can't believe that's how it's ended, which was pretty mental. That is funny. I might YouTube that later. That sounds hilarious. Okay. Yeah, decent shout for third, that. Uh, I'm debating in my head where I should go next. Um, I could go for... Hmm... I'm going to go for the... So I mentioned when I spoke about Skyrim that two games on my list are games that I've not actually played. Um, one of which Sorry. was... Oh, sorry about that. One of which was, uh, of course, Skyrim, a series that I've never played. And this game is uh, within a series that I do love, but I'm yet to play it, and it's Kingdom Hearts 3. Okay. Because it's Kingdom Hearts, but it's bigger, it's better, and there's more things to do. You love to see And it. the thing with games... Uh, such as Kingdom Hearts or games by Square, is that generally there's a lot of things that are hidden away. Uh, there's a lot of like things to learn along your journey. You can switch things up with like party members, and you can f- like what you said with Skyrim. Actually, you can focus on like magic or attack or defense. You can you know replay the game in certain ways to keep things interesting and learn new things in the fights. And there's quite often uh, one or two things per. Kingdom Hearts or Final Fantasy game that is just really bloody difficult to do uh, which adds that replayability so for example at the end of Kingdom Hearts 2 there's a place I believe in Hollow Bastion where you can go and find Sephiroth uh, on the edge of like a cliff and you can fight him and he's bloody difficult to beat and I never did when I was younger played KH2 but yeah I want to play Kingdom Hearts 3 so what better excuse I'm stuck on an island yeah. It's it'll be a sort of a cartoony break from the mm. from the Skyrim and all saying that Pokemon's a bit cartoony, isn't it? But yeah. Yeah, just I don't know. There you go. Yeah, Kingdom Hearts can... three. I love the series. As I say, lots of secrets, lots to learn, lots to discover. Fair play. I ain't got much to say. We've... No, well you don't know really anything about it, do you? No, I don't know anything about it at all. And to be honest, there's not much to say other than, than what I just have. So okay. that that one can be a short and sweet entry. There you go. Alright. On to your fourth. 
On to my fourth is a bit of a vague one. Um, I, I haven't chosen a specific game, but I choose whatever latest one comes out in the series whenever I get marooned. So like my Pokemon on my thing. island. Yeah. yeah, I guess so. And that is FIFA. Yeah, decent shout. Because kind of surprised it's not your online pick. Well, I don't play FIFA online. Yeah, but it would add a lot of it longevity. Would. But also, the way that I've played FIFA throughout the years, it's very much my go-to, like, I've got a spare hour, I'm going to go chill and relax, and, like, I don't know, I'll put some music on, I'll put a podcast on, and I'll go play a couple of games on my FIFA career modes that I'm usually just... I set as when I get the game as Man United, the team I support. Oh, you're hard. Yeah. Sign a few players, like to change the team a little bit, and then I just play throughout the career mode for as long as I have the game. I think I'm on my fifth season on FIFA 18, which isn't a lot, but um, yeah, it's just sort of like my go-to relax game. Like I always feel like there's. Like all FIFA games are different. There's like enough nuance for it to feel different. Like one game, like I don't know, I'll just bang in like ten goals. On the next game, I'll you know like lose one nil or something you lo- like that. I think I came up to your room the other day to I don't know talk about something, and I think you were losing three two to West Ham. Possibly it happens. Uh, you know, it them, does them, happen. Them hammers, the hammers, the mighty hammers, the mighty forever hammers. blowing bubbles up your bottom and beating you. Oh. what did that get a bit graphic (laughs) yeah sorry everyone um yeah pretty much like not much else to say like yeah i like playing fifa i'll chime in a bit i think that's that's a surprisingly good pick but i think if it was me i would have used my online thing on that rather than Mm. gta personally because i feel like there's more there's less variety for sure, but there's more competitiveness to it, and I feel like that's what keeps you hooked in in an online experience is the competition. So. Whereas GTA Online, for me personally, because I don't like doing the heists and I don't like doing co-op missions because there's always some twat that ruins it. It's basically the the exact same sandbox as the single player, but online. And you could argue that's the same with FIFA, but the but the competitiveness of playing a real person. Just gives it that edge. I guess In so. my humble opinion. I guess so. But it doesn't really like... There's n- Between playing the PC and playing someone like online, there's not too much difference for me. Like, if me and you play... Should like, play in a minute? S- yeah, definitely. Yeah. <laughs> uh, if me and you play while we're like sitting like together, then it's it's quite funny because like, we're just shouting abuse at each other and, and actually you should you should go back and watch our uh, it's a bit d- dated now but we predicted the Champions League final a few months ago so we played Tottenham versus Liverpool and it was very exciting and I still think it's our best video on the channel so go back and watch that but anyway carry on uh, yeah, couch, couch play is exciting it's pretty good actually don't watch it because it's on 69 views so keep oh yeah leave it leave it, leave leave it. unless you want to get 69 likes let's see if we can smash this like button God, I love YouTube cliches. Um, what was I saying about couch play? Yeah, couch play. That's like, the fun bit. But Me like, vu. You. I don't think I'd have that much fun. Like, I don't know if we have like fucking turtle beaches. Well, we'll have turtle beaches on our desert island. <laughs> we but, will. Yeah. Will we have the yeah. microphones and stuff? Um, and that, in either way, that's not really that much fun. Like shouting over a microphone. Um, Ultimate Team's quite fun. You can play on my team offline. To can you for some extent? Yeah. I mean, you oh. can't, like, trade players as much, I don't think. Can you open packs? I think you can... Packs, mm, packs, packs. You might need an internet connection <laughs> to open packs. But I know there's, like, single-player games on Ultimate Team, but you might need an internet connection. I can't oh, quite okay. remember. But, yeah, I can endlessly play career mode. I was going to chuck a tennis game in there, because I can just literally, like... <laughs> Jesus Christ. Top four, I can just sit and, like, zone out and just play a game and... It's it's a game for relaxing, shall I say, not actually playing. I just played tennis then. Did you with my body? I saw. Thank I you. didn't see any rackets or balls. Oh, I'm seeing balls right You're now. You seeing balls? They're popping out of something. Woo! Steady on everyone. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. But I thought I wouldn't bore you with more tennis on this channel. <laughs> Our most successful series on this channel. But yeah, people don't come for that, do they? No. 
Should we move on to my one? Moving swiftly on. Uh, I'm going to keep on your theme of, of sporty games and something a little bit different. So I'm a big fan of driving games. Oh. And I thought I want one that's sort of, again, it's this constant theme of endless replayability. And I was toying between two in my mind. The one that I didn't go for was Burnout Paradise. But what? Because it's a little bit samey. What I have gone for is Gran Turismo Sport. Mm. Loads of tracks, loads of cars, just endless variety. Very tempted to use it as my online pick. However, I'm not as good as I think I am. And no. I lose quite often. Um... And again, there's usually someone that just takes everyone out on turn one or tries to, and it's just annoying. Um, but yeah, I th- I think there's enough there for it to be a good enough single player pick alone. Mm. And again, it would break up the monotony of you know, like, there's only so many hours you can put into something like Skyrim before you think, oh, I've done enough questing for one day. Exactly. I want to just do a hot lap in a GTR around the Nurburgring, yeah. and Gran Turismo is a perfect game for that. It is. I, I think it's the best driving game. You can buy. I do. I'm a big fan of Forza. I must say. I'm a big fan of watching Forza, and I actually. What? Why? Just you can watch any Forza Horizon game. Four. I think it is. I okay. like watching the one that's set in Scotland. It just looks really good. Okay. Um, but anyway, on my list was Forza Two. Really? Forza Motorsport Two. Back in 2007, I used to have it on my Xbox 360. Um, and I had that on here because I just. I'm not the biggest fan of driving games. I do like them. Uh, but for some reason, that game I just put like fucking hundreds of hours into. Mm. Just like, I think the main draw for me there was there was this marketplace where you could sort of like sell your car designs, and then people somehow got like fifty cent pictures onto their cars, and they'd sell for like loads of money. It was really funny. <laughs> uh, I think that's probably why I got into most of it. And like, you, it was like this online economy. That's probably why I got into it most. But yeah, yeah, racing games are like a. Again, with like FIFA, they're like a a thing we can just sort of. They're like, a breath of fresh air, and it's it still like feels like you're playing online when you're playing someone like the PC and those kind of things in some ways. Yeah, because the AI for the most part is quite smart. Well, Gran Turismo does sort of infamously have this. It's not even like a glitch, but it has this weird thing, and it's it's had it throughout most of the series where there's usually one AI car who is just storming ahead yeah. for no reason. And there's a huge gap between, you know, first and second, or if you're leading, second and third. So that is a bit of a weird sort of intricacy or mm. uniqueness to the GT series. But, yeah, I've gone for Sport over six, even though it has less cars and less tracks. Is because Sport after six? Yes. Okay. Yes. GT, uh, Gran Turismo 6 came out in, I believe, 2004. 13, 14. So I remember there being this massive gap because I remember being at primary school maybe or just early secondary school when Gran Turismo 4 came out. There's a huge gap between 4 and 5. Yeah. Massive. And then yeah. I remember everyone started getting PS3s because 4 was on PS2, right? Yeah. Because I remember, yeah, funny enough, our not very game-inclined friend Mike mm. played that game. I love GT4. Um, GT3 and 4 were both brilliant. Because I remember him doing like Le Mans or something. I was like, what? And he was like, oh, I've left my PlayStation on overnight. The something Brit- like that. This is I used to do that. Why have me and Mike never talked about this? That's so <laughs> something strange. Something like that. And um, yeah. then, then there was Prologue, wasn't there? And I remember yeah, being like... Prologue G- GT5. I was like, what is this? And it turned out to just be like a fucking demo. Yeah, well, yeah, but it didn't cost the same amount as a full no, game. No, yeah. I think it was 8 tracks, 50 cars... Something like that. Yeah, it's just weird. And then they seem to pump out five, six, and sport fairly quickly. Well, five I think came out in two thousand and eleven ish, and then six followed it fairly shortly after, within two or three years. But then there was about four years between six and sport, because mm-hmm. six came out on the PS three. I want to say maybe it bridged the gap. I think they wanted to leave room for like Drive Club as well. Yeah, and then sport came out two years ago. Um, and okay. we're yet to hear of any Gran Turismo 7 or anything. I presume that'll be a launch game for PS5. Yeah, you you heard it here first. Hot takes. Boom. Hot takes. But it's it's a very, very good driving simulator, of course. And it's just, yeah, just lots of tracks, lots of different cars, sort of infinite mm. uh, combinations of, of which car on which track. And then you've got hot laps. You've got the driving school, which is actually quite fun. Um, 
yeah, just thought it'd be a nice little yeah. breather in between all my other. I only ever had uh, games. Gran Turismo on the PSP. That's the only one. I, I ever never had. had that one. It's really good. See, I've owned three, four, five. Didn't get six, and then I have Sport. Mm, I never owned any of the mainline ones. Yeah. Interestingly, but, oh no, go on, go on. I was just gonna say. I love racing games on my handheld. So I used to have like Need for Speed and stuff on my DS. Need for Speed Carbon on PSP. Ooh. I don't think I had that. What I had... Uh, Banger. I think I had Need for Speed Most Wanted on my Vita. Something oh, like that. the new Most Wanted. The yeah, newer. yeah, yeah. Oh, the okay. newer one. Oh. Something like that. Um, but I didn't choose Forza in the end because I was like, oh, GTA five has got the racing aspect. Obviously, it's arcade, but like... GTA still has a very good handling model. <laughs> it is, yeah, it's pretty it good. It does have a very it's good It's just the races model. online are pissing annoying. She just gets swiped out so fucking easily. Yeah, it's true. But I was looking at the sales figures for Gran Turismo, actually, when we were going into this, because I was debating between um, Gran Turismo 5 or Sport, because obviously I don't have 6, so it felt a bit weird to choose it, even though I've chosen Skyrim and KH3. But anyway, um, the sales figures for Gran Turismo are frightening. Mm. So, Gran Turismo 1 is one of the best-selling games of all... No, sorry, I think 3 is one of the best-selling games of all time. And then 3, 1, 2, 3, 4, and 5, I think all broke 10 million sales. Maybe yeah. 5 didn't. Um, and then 6, I think, went down to about 7 or 8 million. And then Sport has only sold 3.5 million copies, mm-hmm. which is a... I mean, it's a lot of units, but it's a staggering difference. The the racing sim people, they've jumped ship to Forza, I reckon, which I think is becoming the superior series. Regular... Forza is very good. Regular sort of uh, additions of the game. And then you've also got the Horizon series, which, like, just messes about with being more fun and stuff. Yeah. I don't know. Well, there you go. That's my, my fourth pick. So on to your okay. your fifth and final. So we'll just do a quick recap. So your four so far have been... No Man's Sky, GTA 5, Minecraft and FIFA. I was going to do it, but that's fine. There you go. Oh, all right. Uh, with the other ones that I've sort of left out being Skyrim, Forza 2. Now I've got three more left on my list. I'm just sort of having a quick pick as to uh, what one I'm going to choose. Okay. Well, if you okay. want more time, we can That's mix right, up I the picked, order. Okay. So I'm just going to say the other ones that I've left out on my list. Uh, first one being RuneScape. <laughs> that was that <laughs> would be my online not, yeah. ones. I'm but, surprised, but I'm not surprised at the same Because that's time. a game I'm familiar with. I was thinking about like World of Warcraft or something being my online one. Just something that's... Oh, yeah. That's like, what, 20 years old almost? Like 15 years old? Something like that, yeah. That's had so much fucking updates. It'd be a lot to do. You'd never finish it. Yeah. Like, um... But I went for RuneScape because, I mean, it's similar age. There's probably a little bit less to do in it, but I'm familiar with it and I like it. Yep, fair uh, enough. My other one was a game that's not even out yet. Well, that's a bit weird, isn't it? Mm. But I was thinking, <laughs> after we had a little bit of discussion about Mario Maker, I was uh-huh. thinking about Dreams. Dreams is out, isn't it? The Alpha is out. Oh, right. But if I could... If I had all that time and I could get good Every at single dreams. time we've mentioned dreams on this podcast, we've both gone, eh, not interested, moving on. So, well, no, because I, I haven't planned on fucking living on a desert island before. With this was your to idea. <laughs> yeah, but now I'm thinking about if I had nothing to do and I could get really good at dreams and yeah. learn to make shit and then I could make any games. I've seen people make like fucking snooker games and stuff. Wouldn't that have to be your online pick? Just by default. If you'd yeah. chosen dreams, possibly it depends. Well, otherwise you're just making game, you're making worlds and whatever for yourself. Oh yeah, that'd be fine. <sighs> okay. If I can make like I forgot, I'm talking to the world's most antisocial gamer. <laughs> <laughs> so what did you plump for in the end? This is a weird one. Okay. Did you want to tease it and I'll see if I can guess it? It's Roller Coaster Tycoon. Oh sorry. Um, it's Roller Coaster. Is it tycoon. actually Roller Coaster it Tycoon? Is, yeah. <laughs> I'd say Roller Coaster Tycoon Two. Oh god! <laughs> Not even theme park world. Just like Not theme park world. Are you mental? Is that Rollercoaster Tycoon's like shitty cousin? Yeah. Oh, okay. I think so. Well, the floor's yours. To be honest, what's there to say? You build a park. You get your guests. You make your park bigger. You get more guests. You make you your make park your park bigger. bigger. <laughs> you put more rides in. 
put more stalls in, unlock more varieties of rides. Fucking, ah, oh, that game. Unbelievable. Mm. Sunk so, between that and RuneScape, I just sit on my PC all summer. Literally just, oh, I'm bored of RuneScape now, so I'm going to put on Rollercoaster Tycoon 2. Bloody amazing. I even roleplayed during Rollercoaster Tycoon once. Once me and my mate, we locked someone in to the park. Oh my god. <laughs> like, lo- closed all the paths, so he was just stuck in the park. We called him Stig of the Park. Stig of the Park? Stig As in, like, park. Stig of the Dump, but exactly, Stig of the yeah. Park. And, uh, Very good. We gave him an ATM and all the food he could possibly want, and he, he had a great time. He loved it. So you basically made yourself. <laughs> yeah, he got, he got a bit sad because he was oh, lonely. Sorry. But uh, we gave him enough stuff to clean up all his puke. It was blooming lovely time I'm sitting here pretending to be like disinterested but honestly that's not a bad shout yeah, and it's made me think of two game series that I'm surprised neither of us have picked well I was thinking The Sims or Sims yeah, World The Sims or is exactly what City yeah. Skylines or something like something along yeah. those lines and I was like I never really enjoyed The Sims I always thought it was a bit clunky and weird um, I don't there's mind a lot, the there's Sims. a lot to do in it and I mean Sims 4 has been out for a few years now and there's just always updating it um, but I thought a sort of strategy game that I actually enjoy a strategy sim rather is Roller Coaster Tycoon yeah and I didn't really like Roller Coaster Tycoon 3 um, <laughs> no, what not enough roller coasters <laughs> uh, it was 3D and it was like kind of cartoony but realistic oh, whereas okay. this one was sort of like little pixels it was lovely nice yeah. anyone well, to say about it well, that's the end of my list I feel like you can the other Surmise the kind of games that I was looking at. I think at it's there. a decent list. It's not it's in terms of like a Metacritic list. It's not like wow, there's no like fantastic games on there. I'm sort of surprised that you haven't picked The Last of Us just because I know you really like that game. And I love is, The Last of Us. It is. It's another one of those games where there's a lot of things sort of hidden and lots of yeah, uh, optional. But... Um, like conversations and collectibles and things like that. But I think I feel like you could like. After a couple of weeks of solidly playing that, I feel like that would get a bit old. You'd be sort of done with it. I was yeah, also maybe. thinking like Breath of the Wild, but yeah, Breath of the Wild like it doesn't quite have the open world of like Skyrim and the side quest. It's got this open world where you can like find all this like hidden stuff. But again, like I feel like it's it doesn't have the same replay value as some of the other games. Even though it's like one of my favourite games of all time. Same with Mass Effect. I could go back and do all the branching stories and stuff. But the gameplay doesn't leave me wanting to keep on playing it forever kind of thing. Yeah. Fair enough. How much your last one? My last one is a bit stupid really. Because it is a game that isn't indefinitely replayable. Um, But it's a game that I love dearly. It's. I'm gonna stop with this like teaser bullshit. It's Bioshock, basically, the original Bioshock. Um, the reason I've picked it is because, like what I was just sort of getting out with The Last of Us, there's so many hidden things, and there's rooms that you don't necessarily have to go in, and there's collectibles that teach you more about the storyline and and actually what happened in Rapture, and there's upgrades and there's like things to unlock and plasmids and tonics. And you have to research your enemies. And there's all these things that, even though I love Bioshock, every time I play it, I never do these things. Just because, to me, they kind of seem like too much work. And you don't necessarily have to do them to enjoy the game. But if I am going to be stuck on a desert island, I may as well have one of my favourite games of all time. And I may as well get to know it, you know, wall to wall, cover to cover, inside out. And I had a few in mind for you know, said reasons, but none of them seem to go as deep as, as Bioshock does in terms of its its lore and its mysteries and whatnot. Oh, no. So, yeah. Again, it's a, it's another quick entry from me, but there's not too much to say about it other than that it's a brilliant game and there's a lot of stuff to learn. Yeah. So, I feel like, for me, I would spend most of my time playing Skyrim or Pokemon and then I would intersperse that with little bursts of uh, Bioshock, Gran Turismo, and uh, I feel like Kingdom Hearts is maybe something I would just hmm. every now and then. Kingdom Hearts is probably the one I play the least. Um, yeah, that's that's my five. I can't wait to there be stranded go. on this desert island. I can get so many games done. 
as long as I've got a little hammock and my 60 inch 4K TV running a PlayStation Pro yeah. and someone to bring me pina coladas like, pina coladas and fantastic. getting caught in the rain wow hopefully it's not raining ruin no. my hammock and my TV that's very true well, that's, that's it. That's our Desert Island Discs. That was quite fun. And it actually went on a lot longer than I thought it would. Yeah. So, um, I hope you enjoyed. It was lovely. Have we got anything to... Well, just plot? let us know your Desert Island games. Yeah, if you've made it this far. No yeah. one really does. They don't. But if you have, <laughs> please let us know. Yeah, go on. It's comment. just interesting to see what the way other people think. Because the way it I've is. thought about this is not like five... Like I think normally um, we've with, about with Desert Island way. Discs... Uh, like the music one people think they just like the five like sort of best albums they've ever heard that they can keep on listening to yeah um, like the pieces of art that's like affected them most in their life in some ways whereas like with games it's sort of like you could do that and it would be like obviously amazing to just play the Uncharted series or like Last yeah. of Us constantly but like you've got to think of that the 80 odd years you have in your life and like I feel like we were both methodical in our picks. Mm. Well done. Thank you. Thanks. Well done to you. Yeah, thanks very much. Well done to you for listening at home. Yeah. Or Episode 20. Let's have a party. Let's do it right now. Oh, should we just go and play FIFA instead? Oh, we could do. Um, be sure to subscribe. Yeah, like the video and stuff. follow us on whatever podcast platform you mm. listen on. We can't wait to hit uh, our 50 because we're going to crack open a... Mm. bottle of celebratory schlur schlur at 50 subscribers probably the white grape that's definitely the best one yeah I'd agree white, with grape, the white grape schlur it's got to be on offer though I ain't going and paying like 2 for a bottle of schlur is that how much schlur is? yeah it's like £2 something but sometimes it's in like Tesco for a quid at the end of the aisle that's true and that's that's when we'll get it well look out for the video our thank you for 50 subscribers video where mm-hmm. we, we drink schlur in the garden should Possibly. we do that? that might go viral because people will think look at these pathetic little nitwits anyway uh, that's enough I'm going to end it there because we're rambling thanks very much for listening as always and bye for now bye for now